Hello and welcome to the Team Poor Sport Week 4 Recap slash Week 5 Preview, the late edition, in that we're getting it up a little later than we would have liked to. Um, my name is Marcus, I'm your host, joined always by our expert, Vince, who is 4-0. How's it going today, Vince? That's what she said. I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great, man. Thank you so much for asking. And we're also joined by a man with fantastic genetics, my cousin, Max. How's it going today, Max? It's going pretty well. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So uh, today we're going to uh, we'll recap the results uh, of Week Four, uh, the goods and the bads, and uh, we'll play. Then we'll play some Fantasy Jeopardy. Then we'll kind of get into the matchups, how they went down, and uh, finally we will, of course, make our picks for this week coming up, starting tomorrow. To recap the results, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be sighing unless I lost, right? So. I lost to Ryan. Vince beat Sean. P- Mikey beat Mike L. Uh, Mike P beat Tim. Um, Bill beat Max. And George beat Jake and Kate. I'm sure we'll talk about the picks, but I know I didn't do very well with my picks, and I'm pretty sure Vince did well again. So the separation grows, huh, Vince? Uh, yeah, you got one correct. Awesome. <laughs> And I think you said it was the same one that you also you also got that. Yeah, I also got. So I was thinking about it. So if I just pick myself, there's such a hard time for you to catch up because if I pick myself and I win every week, like you're just never catching up. Well, damn. Well, you'll start losing. So how does that sound? You're not going to go 14 and out. It's not happening. So I mean, if I win 10 games and I pick myself every week, it's still hard for you to catch up. Well, you got a point there. You do have a point there. All right, so we're going to play a little bit of Fantasy Jeopardy. So you have to answer in Jeopardy form, okay? So you have to say who is, you know, and the name of that player. In the form of a question. In the form of a question, exactly. And uh, to buzz in, just say your name because we don't have buzzers, okay? Um, I'll start with an easy one, and then we'll kind of – get a little more difficult. All right. So this quarterback leads the NFL in pass attempts. You said Max, I think you were first. Uh, Joe Burrow. Who is Joe Burrow? Who is Joe Burrow is incorrect. Vince. Who is Dak Prescott? Dak Prescott is correct. He has 201 pass attempts. So, Vince, um, your category, you can take a quarterback, a running back, or a wide receiver question. Stick with quarterback. Stick with quarterback. All right. This quarterback has the longest pass attempt, has the longest pass completion this season. A hint will be he has a early season bye. Champion. Vince, did you buzz in? Yeah, I said my name, champion. Okay, go on. Who is Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers, incorrect. Max, do you have a guess? Who is Cam Newton? Uh, Who is Cam Newton is incorrect. The answer is Ben Roethlisberger. Mm. He's seven yard attempt. All right, uh, Vince, you still control. Would you like a running back, quarterback, or 
uh, wide receiver question. Switch it up to wide receiver. All right, wide receiver. This is through week five because Thursday's already happened. Okay, so go Bears. All right, so yeah, go Bears. So this wide receiver leads the NFL in targets. Max. Max, who you got? Al, who is Allen Robinson? Correct. Who is Allen Robinson? 57 targets. He did get an extra game. So, Who else would they throw to? <laughs> He's awesome. He is awesome. So, Max, you now have control. Would you like quarterback, running back, or wide receiver? Let's go running back. Running back. This running back has the longest run for this season. He has not played every game this season. Oh, um, uh, Max. Max, who you got? Who is Raheem Mostert? Boom, Raheem Mostert. That that Jets run, right? Yep, absolutely. Nice job. That dude's fast. He is fast. He is fast. Oh, my gosh. I think that that – I think that run was the fastest run, like all year. It was, yeah, like, faster than Tyreek Hill. I think they said he also had like thirty points in like the first half that game. I remember that. <laughs> that <laughs> nice seems so Max long still, ago. Yeah, it does seem so long ago, right? But I definitely think that you know Raheem Mostert is is uh, he's a speedster man. He can he's got the Jets. Uh, still have control, Max. Uh, you want running back or quarterback? Let's go running back again. Running back again. All right. Uh, this running back leads the NFL in touchdowns. Uh, rushing touchdowns. Max? Max. Who is Joe Mixon? Joe Mixon is incorrect. Vince. Vince. Who is... I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> Dalvin Cook. Max, do you still have control? Categories left are quarterback and running back. Let's go quarterback, switch it up. Okay. This quarterback leads the NFL in game-winning drives with three. Vince. Vince. Who is Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray's incorrect. Nothing, nothing. No, nothing. I'm, I'm not even going to try. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Okay. It's actually Ryan Tannehill. Three games. Uh, Ryan Tannehill. I was going to say Jared Goff because of the way that you said it, but I was like, wait, I can't recall any. Hey, Mitch is right behind him with two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now he's uh, he's probably going to be at two the rest of the season. The rest of his career. <laughs> oh, geez. He'll play somewhere. No, he won't. All right. All right, this, all right, Max, we'll stay with you. I only have uh, two more questions. Uh, This running back leads the NFL in touches. Three, two, Vince. Vince. Who is Josh Jacobs? Josh Jacobs is right, 96 touches. I was like, I know this. I was just looking at this. All right, so to my count, I got Max with three and Vince with three. 
So this is the final answer, the final question. All right. So there's two right answers. All right, we'll see if you can get either one of them. Uh, name the player that leads the NFL in sacks. You're tied for the lead. Vince. Vince. Who is Chandler Jones? All right. Can I go again? Nope, Max gets to go. I don't know, but who is Khalil Mack? I don't know. Just no, not Khalil Mack. It's Aaron Donald. Who is Aaron Donald? Aaron. All right, I'll, I'll restate the question. This former number one overall draft pick leads the NFL in sacks. Who is Miles Garrett? Miles Garrett is correct. The other answer was Zadarius Smith. So it's tied-ish. I won. So I'm going to give myself in there. It was a really great game, guys. Thank you very much. Appreciate the win. Close. Yeah, it made sense, right? I mean, that's that's the tiebreaker is that I win on all the games. <laughs> all right. Let's get into the first recap. Let's recap the worst, worst you know, game of the week. You know, which was obviously me versus Ryan. And it really felt bad because uh, going into Monday night, I needed uh, a good amount of points from Clyde Edwards Hilaire against uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. And then Devontae Adams didn't even play. It didn't matter. Aaron Rodgers freaking torched me. So what didn't end up being close as soon as the as soon as the Packers game started. Isn't that your second Monday night loss? Yep, but I'm gonna lose a lot of Monday nights when I don't know how to set a lineup. So once again, incapable of setting a lineup um, out of the one, two, three, uh, four, five, five running backs that I roster, um, the two high scores were on my bench out of the one, two, three, four, uh, five, six, seven wide receivers. Uh, my lowest scoring wide receivers were all in my lineup. Except and your higher tight end. And then my tight end. Yep. My tight end, I started the wrong tight end. So really, really just terrible, uh, terrible management all around. Uh, definitely the Bill O'Brien Award continues to go to me. Um, but C.D. Lamb uh, was absolutely awesome, guys. I mean, I think he's a future uh, top 15 wide receiver. Uh, and I think the sky's the limit. Uh, what's your opinion on C.D. Lamb, Vince? Oh, yeah. I mean, he was one of the top receivers coming out. Um People were surprised when uh, the Cowboys took a wide receiver, uh, even when they had Gallup and, and Cooper there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they just – they said they want to come out firing by drafting him. Um, yeah, he's just – he's a special talent. Yep. Max, what do you think about CD Lamb? you like what you've seen so far? Uh, yeah, it seems like he's really taken – some of Gallup's role because Gallup's numbers have been way down and C.D. Lamb has been trending up. I thought Lamb was great in college and he's just continued that in the NFL. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I think he's dynamic. And I think the way that Cooper's contract is, I think that this might be the last year for Cooper in Dallas, um, but he has looked amazing so far. This Cooper season. doesn't seem like the, the guy in clutch moments and C.D. Lamb may be that guy. Yeah, you're right. He actually may be that guy. Definitely doesn't seem like it's Gallup, 
but uh, we'll get to Gallup. Um, and the Ram stack. I mean, me drafting all these Rams is really coming back to bite me. I mean, the defense is awesome, but Higby's been a bust and Woods has been okay. I mean, <laughs> so it's really, really, the cup's been good know. for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I just, I'm too dense in Rams. And I think that I think it's killing me. But there's a lot of things that are killing me. But the biggest thing is not being able to set a lineup. I'm one in three. Well, COVID for me. Yeah. Well, I have a full healthy, a pretty healthy team for the most part. Um, but oh well. Um, moving on to Ryan's team. Uh, like I mentioned, Aaron Rodgers absolutely dynamic. But again, Ryan hit with the injury bug, loses Austin Eckler um, after getting him 1.9 points. Didn't really matter. But losing Austin Eckler, that is a big loss. Um, but doubling back to Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he just looks like he is a man on a mission. Um, and I'm sure that you've seen some of the quotes uh, from Aaron Rodgers. And, uh, and he just looks like he, he wants that MVP. Um, what's your opinion on Aaron Rodgers, Vince? Oh, yeah. I mean, Rodgers is playing out of his mind right now. Um, you know, people were going with the narrative of, you know, he's angry and, you know, they drafted a quarterback and blah, 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 blah. Whatever it is, he's he's on a mission. He wants to set records, it seems like. Um, but he's, he's just playing out of his mind. Yep. He just looks absolutely awesome. What about you, Max? What do you think? You have, you've seen a lot of Aaron Rodgers being a Bears fan. So uh, what do you think? How does he look this year? He looks better than he has uh, any other year, especially now that they started running the football last year and they're still winning and he has some targets he actually likes. <laughs> yeah, but if he could get a first-round target, that's what he really, really wants, right, guys? That, w- that would be make too much sense. So. <laughs> He's kind of back no, to but, where he, he was before, where, like, it didn't matter who was catching the ball. He just made it work, and it, it just seems like he's gone back to that, like, elite-level play. Yeah, but their schedule's been pretty weak, too, thus far. Point. Good point. Yeah. They definitely haven't had that hard of a road, but, I mean, you're right. Aaron Rodgers is just one of those players that just makes everyone around him better. Um, there are very few players in the NFL that do that. I mean, Russell Wilson definitely comes to mind. Um, but Aaron Rodgers is really, really, really playing at a high level right now. Right. That Green Bay offense that they're running is just a, such a load off of him because they're not making him throw every single play like McCarthy did and like McCarthy's doing to Dallas now. Right. It's opening up the field more for him. And I mean, really using Aaron Jones. And I think yeah. we, we talked about Aaron Jones – how good he's been over the past three years. And there's been the free Aaron Jones uh, among, among, excuse me, amongst the fantasy community where we wanted to see Aaron Jones get more work and we didn't want to see a timeshare with Jamal Williams. And now that, you know, they have a new coach um, who's willing to, you know, feature Aaron Jones more than he was before. Um, I think that Aaron Jones's success and Aaron Rodgers' success just will go hand in hand throughout the season. All right, moving on to the next game, we're going to be talking about uh, Vince, the undefeated Vince, uh, beat beat Sean, the defeated Sean, who is 0-4, um, in a high-scoring battle. And, I mean, it really was. I mean, both both teams really, really performed well. Um, but, Vince, you continue to dominate. Uh, George Kittle, uh, 183 yards. 
<laughs> 15 targets, 15 receptions. I mean, absolute beast. Um, over half of, uh, of uh, what's the quarterback's name from San Francisco? Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins. Well, he's not even their quarterback next week. But or the, uh, Well, Garoppolo's back, but uh, C.J. Beathard was Beathard's the other one. back in the middle. Yep. So, I mean, over half of his yards. Um, and, my God, George Kittle's good. I know we don't need to talk much about George Kittle. He's the man. Uh, but Calvin Ridley, Vince, uh, you know, five targets, zero receptions, put up a big goose egg. And he's been on the injury report for like five different things uh, so far this season, but he's been a straight up baller. Is it time to start worrying about Calvin Ridley, Vince? No, absolutely not. Uh, He was still playing hurt. I mean, he was, I think he was in and out. Uh, Julio was also in and out. They tried to, to push those guys, you know, in a game that they needed them against the Packers. Um, I mean, I thought about not playing him just because I I literally hate playing wide receivers with like lower body body injuries, but I mean it's just it was one of those things like it wasn't too many red flags like you got to start your studs and that kind of thing. Um, thankfully, thankfully I didn't need him, um, mm-hmm. but no, I'm not worried at all. Yeah, he you know he he's been practicing this week. I mean I, I think the Julio and the Ridley situation are a little different. I mean, Julio's, it's, it's been the same injury and they pushed him back on it too fast, it seems. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Julio doesn't play this week. Um, but moving on. He's pretty much not playing this week. I, yep. I think he's, he's not. He's not playing. Okay. They rolled him out. Uh, I don't know officially, but I know he was trending towards not playing. Okay. And then Ronald Jones, I mean, another fantastic, it's two weeks in a row where Ronald Jones has been very, very good. Um, and it really looks like he might be over Leonard Fournette rest of the season. That's really the way that I'm leaning. Vince, what do you think? Do you think Ronald, uh, Ronald Jones is the back to own uh, for Tampa? I hope so. He's way better than Fournette. Um, I know I picked him before Fournette got there uh, in the fifth round, but, you know, assuming Fournette doesn't cut too much into him, but, you know, you don't know what Arians is going to do. So we'll see next week when when Fournette, you know, gets back. Uh, He was technically active uh, this week, Fournette, but they said they're going to use him in emergencies only. Um, So that's why I ended up rolling with Ronald Jones and he had a pretty solid outing, but, I mean, I don't doubt the talent. That's why I drafted him. But, you know, Fournette being in the picture is, is not ideal. Yeah. But, yeah, your team's awesome, Vince. Again, you're doing a great job. Uh, and then moving on to Sean. Um, great running back play again. I mean, Mike Davis was really, really useful. Um, only, only five receptions on six targets this week. But, I mean, 84 on the ground, you know, over 100, yard, 100 total yards and a touchdown. Um, really seems like Mike Davis might be a RB1 rest this until Christian McCaffrey comes back. Uh, Max, what do you think? Are you a, are you a Mike Davis truther? I wasn't, but I'm starting to think so. He's been very consistent throughout these last few weeks after his big first week goose egg. So, yeah, well, he was, um, he used to play for the Bears, right? Um, amongst many other teams. Um, if he was at the Bears, he didn't play very much because I do not remember him. 
No. <laughs> uh, Vince, what do you think? Mike Davis, until Christian McCaffrey comes back, is he an RB1? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's getting, you know, the same volume as, as uh, Christian McCaffrey there. Uh, yeah, he was on the Bears last year. I remember at the beginning of the season, people were kind of excited about him. Uh, because everybody was down on Montgomery and that kind of thing. I don't remember if Montgomery got hurt, but like people were talking about Mike Davis, you know, being involved and then the Bears never really used him and now he's on a new team. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's getting a ton of targets. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'm not a truther, but, you know, definitely seeing what he's doing over there. Yep, definitely good. Again, great win by you, Vince. Uh, moving on to the next game, we'll talk about um, Mikey uh, beat Mike L. Another pretty high-scoring game. Looking at Mikey Mikey's team, Brady was awesome. I mean, five touchdowns, 369 yards. I mean, he doesn't know when it's third or fourth down, but uh, he can definitely sling it, guys. Um, he definitely still has the juice. He doesn't look like Drew Brees on his on his downfield throws. Um, but, man, he really, really, really looks good. But T.Y. Hilton, I mean, just uninvolved. Three receptions on five targets, 29 yards. I mean, just seems useless. Well, I actually saw a stat that it's been, I forget how many weeks, but a very long time since T.Y. Hilton had a 100-yard game. So it was pretty consistent with T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, it was like including like the last half of last year. It was like a really it's been like a almost like a season's worth, I think, is what it was. Pre pre Andrew Luck. Yeah, I think it was about uh, since Andrew Luck. Yeah, yeah, I I think that's what I had heard. Something like he hadn't had a good game since Andrew Luck retired or something of of that line is what I had heard. But. Man, T.Y. Hilton looks 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 it looks tragic. Even his grandmom's blowing him up on social media that he doesn't look like himself. Um, I am out on T.Y. Hilton. Uh, Max, what are, you, are you out on T.Y. Hilton, or do you think that he could still come back and be the guy he was? I think he has the potential to do it. I don't think he will do it anytime soon. I I'm not the biggest fan of Philip Rivers right now. He uh, seems like a very apathetic quarterback, and I just don't think he'll get T.Y. Hilton going. I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. Um, but OBJ, he balled out. And then, uh, but, you know, three touchdowns and 35, you know, uh, three yards on the ground. Um, but a touchdown thrown by a different quarterback. I mean, it was a Landry through the touchdown to Beckham, right? Yeah. And then the 73-yard run, um, it just seems like we're chasing ghosts with OBJ. Do you think that this is repeatable, Vince, or do you think that this is like the best game that OBJ is going to have all season and most of his games are not going to look like this? It's tough, man, because they're facing the Cowboys who have been atrocious uh, against wide receivers. You know, obviously they're letting up a lot of, a lot of yards just on defense in general. I mean, we know what Odell Beckham is. Uh, Baker Mayfield is pretty competent. So I think you can kind of target him on those easy matchups as far as, you know, uh, just terrible defenses through the air. But other than that, this is still going to be a run first team, I think, um, utilizing the tight ends. So until we see more, it's, it's hard to tell. Yeah, I agree. It is. It is. Uh, I mean, I guess with losing Chubb, we're going to see Cleveland's uh, offense looks like, and I hope it's a lot of cream hunt and similar to what it was, but 
how we will see. Um, moving on to uh, Mike L's team. And like I said about Dalvin Cook, I mean, continues to be the best running back uh, um, in football. I mean, maybe not the best fantasy player. Well, I think that's still Alvin Kamara, but Dalvin Cook continues to be just dominant on the ground, doing exactly what Minnesota wants to do, which is run the ball uh, to open up for big pass plays. Um, so, I mean, I, I thought that, you know, Minnesota might be one of the worst teams in the league, but they were able to get a win. Um, but so, yeah, definitely looked good for, for Mike L, but getting back, I mean, Michael Gallup absolutely disappeared. Um, it seems like from what I've seen so far of the Dallas offense, like if you're not getting a long touchdown from Gallup, he's going to give you this, uh, two receptions on five targets for 29 yards. Um, I personally don't believe in Gallup. I'm pretty sure your opinion differs, Vince. Uh, Vince, what's your opinion on Michael Gallup? Yeah, I mean, it's a little different. He's still playing a lot of snaps. Uh, he didn't get a lot of targets uh, in the shootout uh, of the game. I think Lamb has been kind of cutting into his work along with uh, Dalton Schultz there. Uh, they're kind of eating into, you know, they have similar roles and that kind of thing. So I think he's just more of like a boomer bust guy. Uh, I think he's like a Marquise Brown type of player where, you know, you don't really, he's like one of those guys that you're pretty much compelled to play every week, but you know, one, it might be a big game. It might not be a big game and you just kind of have to deal with it kind of thing. I mean, maybe not, but you know, people are, you know, starting to drop them in leagues and that kind of thing, but yeah, which I don't get, like he's still a great talent. Like, I think you definitely need to hold him, but yeah. I mean, how can you drop a guy that's on a team that averages 50 pass attempts a week? Because Dak Prescott is throwing 50 pass attempts a week, which is, I mean, obviously it can't keep up, but um, I, I agree. I mean, I'm glad that I have pieces of that offense, and uh, it is phenomenal. Um, Max, what do you think about Gallup fade, or is he someone that you think can bounce back? Um, I just don't think he's going to be bouncing back. Uh, I think there's too many weapons in the offense and a lot of guys are trending up while he's consistently been a down player this season. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But you know, who's not been a down player this season. Who's been Mr. Consistent, Mr. Touchdown actually does lead the NFL in touchdowns. That's Mike Evans. Uh, another great stat line, uh, seven for eight, 122 and a touch. Another touchdown on Thursday night. And, uh, He's just been awesome. Uh, really just a touchdown machine. Uh, definitely led them to victory, but also started Sammy Watkins, who is someone – it's not week one, Mike. It is not week one. So Sammy Watkins uh, it won't do anything the rest of the season. That's just my personal opinion. <laughs> but moving on to uh, the next game, we had Mike P. pull out the victory over Tim. Tim, a down week, but, I mean – Dak Prescott, like, as we mentioned, 500 yards, four touchdowns. I mean, just an absolute monster. It continues to just kill it for Dallas. And as long as their defense is terrible and Dak is dealing, uh, you're, he's going to have some more big games. But Tim's running backs definitely failed him. Uh, Daryl Henderson, who was just uninvolved. And if you listen to Sean McVay's script about what they wanted to do with Daryl Henderson, it just, it seemed like he just, McVay talked himself into saying that it was, a, that he was a 
a game that should have been a Malcolm Brown game, but that opportunities weren't there because they couldn't convert on third down. Uh, to me, it just seemed like it was poor management by McVay. Um, I was, I'll tell you what, guys, as a Ram fan, I was more excited about how the Rams played in the Bills loss and how they played in that Giants game. They were awful, just absolutely awful. And they were lucky that the Giants are so terrible that they couldn't get anything done. But David Montgomery, you know, wasn't great. And Miles Gaskin wasn't great. And I mean, Tim not having Christian McCaffrey and not having Mike Davis to back him up um, and not having any running back death is really, really hurting Tim, in my opinion. But, uh, moving on, uh, on Tim, Diggs, just absolutely awesome. I mean, I think, uh, I mean, he's one of those players that I was definitely wrong about. Um, and I've talked about it, you know, just because I think I was wrong about the entire Bills offense, just based on what I saw last year. Um, but Diggs is a dynamic route runner, and he is someone that is just absolutely incredible. What a talent and uh, definitely a wide receiver one. Max, you got a good opinion on uh, Diggs? He's good. <laughs> he is. He is good. He is super good. And, and he's been consistently good this year. Um, the change of scenery has really helped his game, so – I guess getting the ball to him really helps. <laughs> For some reason, if you throw it to someone that's good and they catch it, it works out well. Moving on to Mike P, though. Uh, I mean, yeah, he got the victory, but not at another cost. Uh, just injuries continue to pile up for him, loses Nick Chubb on the IR for, they say, in at least four to six weeks, but you, you never know. It could be longer. Um, Especially since they have all those running backs in Cleveland. Yeah, Ernest Johnson. They're not compelled to bring him back right away. So I'm sure. And uh, Vince is Ernest Johnson. Is that an XFL guy? Uh, I'll be honest. I have no idea. (laughs) I Uh, I didn't really know too much about him until this week. Yeah, well, he was rostered, and I heard zero percent of you know fan. Every fantasy analyst I was listening to was like. He's rostered in zero percent of on on our website. I'm like, yeah, no one has heard of him, but he sure he sure looked good. Um, and then Adam Thielen was awesome. Uh, you know that you know we, we talked about that Minnesota. If you get the ground game going, they can take some shots to Thielen and and uh, Justin Jefferson. And obviously Thielen paid off again in a big way. Eight for 10, 114 yards and a touch. And then Will Fuller, you know, Mister, I'm awesome or I'm terrible. Six for seven, 108 and a touch in the same game. So, and definitely got great wide receiver plays for Mike. And that really definitely helped him uh, get the win. And then, I mean, Thailand has been a complete wasteland this year, guys. I mean, it's really, really been bad. If you don't have Kelsey Wall or, or Kittle, I don't know. How Wait, look at his bench, though. Look who he has on his bench. Yep. He picked up Robert Tanyan right before the game. And Tanyan balled out. I mean, six for six, 98 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, you got to think a lot of it had to do with um, Delonte Adams being out and Lazard being out. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be sustainable once Adams comes back, but as long as they're both out, I mean, he's going to get, he's going to get some work and baby Kittle as he's being toted. Uh, Definitely a good pickup for Mike. Uh, Max, what's your opinion on Robert Tanyan? I think he's going to be a big target for Aaron Rodgers for the rest of the season. Um, I think 
he's a matchup nightmare. I think he's great, great at catching the ball. He's a big body. He's hard to take down. I think he'll be a consistently good point getter. I agree. He's definitely in a, in a tight end wasteland. He's definitely a good tight end to me and be able to turn to. Uh, Vince, what's your opinion on Robert Tanya and Baby Kittle? Yeah, I mean, I think he's a tight end one rest of season. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has always liked to throw to the tight end, but he hasn't really had anybody in recent years. Uh, and he finally gets uh, Robert Tanyan, who's been putting in a lot of work. Uh, they call him Baby Kittle, but, you know, he's actually real-life friends with George Kittle. Uh, they train together, that kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, I think he's the real deal. I mean, we saw it with kind of Jermichael Finley back in the day and that kind of thing. They tried it with Jimmy Graham, you know, um, but it just hasn't worked out with really anybody. But, you know, here we are with Robert Tanyan. And I, like I said, I think he's a tight end one the rest of the season. I think that I saw a stat that uh, Robert Tanyan had more touchdowns so far this season than Jimmy Graham had in his entire stay at Green Bay. You see that sevens? No, I didn't. But yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, it sounds about right. I didn't really. <laughs> yeah, like for whatever reason, they just didn't do anything. Um, and then even with the Bears, he's just been inconsistent as a player. Um, you know, I know it's his first year with the Bears now. He had that oh. amazing catch the other night with the one-handed, which I thought was pass offensive pass interference, but they didn't call it. So. I'll disagree with that, but uh, he's been getting a lot more targets with Foles. Um, Trubisky didn't really utilize the tight end that much, but Foles seems to like it a lot more. Yeah, Foles has always been a, a big advocate for throwing to his tight end, for sure. Graham might be someone that in this tight end wasteland that someone turns to. Maybe me, probably not me. Um, but uh, yeah, Tanya looks like the real deal. Uh, moving on to uh, Max and uh, Bill. And Bill beat Max. Um, another close one uh, that went to the wire, only lost by, only beat him by six points. Um, but Joe Mixon, uh, who was probably the AFC Offensive Player of the Week uh, this week, 151 yards on the ground, uh, six for six in the air. 30 yards and the air and then three total touchdowns. I mean, he was just dominant against this porous Jacksonville defense. Um, and someone that we talked about, someone that we were fading earlier in the season really just came on strong and was absolutely awesome. Uh, Vince, what's your opinion on Joe Mixon rest of the season? I love the player. Uh, I think he's going to be a top 10 running back uh, obviously this week it's not a great matchup um, but yeah I mean it just kind of we kind of see the Bengals coming together as an offense you know Joe, Joe Burrow kind of stepping in being better already by than Andy Dalton um, so I just think it, it pretty much you know he's going to thrive if that offense thrives pretty much. What about you Max are you a, are you a Joe Mixon truther or are you fading? Um I'm kind of neutral on Joe Mixon. Uh, I, I, I now like him in good defensive matchups, which they will have throughout the season, but they're, that's a tough division you'll have to go up against too. So yep. I think he'll have some up weeks. I think he has some down weeks. I think I agree with you. I think it's definitely – he almost seems like a matchup-dependent guy because the offensive line is so, so bad in Cincinnati. But, man, he, he looked really, really good 
um, and definitely helped. Uh, I mean, he he won the week for Bill, so um, definitely looked good. And then Metcalf looked awesome, and then he was better than Lockett. And I feel like, I mean, Lockett might be a more refined receiver. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But Metcalf is one that, I mean, I'm, I'm more excited about Metcalf. I, I love watching him play. I think he's one of the most exciting wide receivers in the NFL. Um, but I think I would rather have Metcalf over Lockett rest of the season. Uh, Max, what do you think? Metcalf or Lockett rest of the season? I, I'm definitely more on Metcalf uh, just going forward in general. I, I thought he's a freak athlete, and I see so much potential with him. Um, it also helps that I think, you know, they probably focus more on Lockett after the big game he had the previous week. Right. So, but, you know, someone is going to be open in Seattle usually, so. Russ is a great chef. Vince, what about you? Where do you think you line up on Lockett or the Metcalf side? I have both. <laughs> Can I have both? <laughs> I mean, I wish. I mean, honestly, they're both top 10 rest of season. Uh, they're just two different players. Uh, Lockett is a supreme route runner. Uh, DK Metcalf is a man playing a boys game. They're going to be throwing a ton. You know, Russ is cooking. Um, I'll be happy with either one. Yep. <laughs> You're right. You really can't go wrong, right? But phenomenal. Uh and then moving on to Max's team. I mean, Darren Waller, the baller, I mean, continues to be, um, you know, maybe the best uh, a tight end because of just the target share that he is seeing is incredible. I mean, 12 targets, 12 targets this week. And he is someone that, I mean, he is uh, Derek Carr's number one, no doubt. And someone that is super dominant in his position. I mean, lines up all over the field and really, really looks awesome. And Max, I'm sure you're super, super excited to have Darren Waller on your team. I am, especially in this league where there are no tight ends left out there that are any good. Mm-hmm. It, it's really terrible. But uh, once again, Max get doing his normal wacky start of the week with uh, Braxton Berrios giving him a goose egg. And uh, that's, this is three weeks in a row where Max picks up someone off the waiver wire, <laughs> into his lineup, and gives him a zero. So, uh, Max, is this a trend that's going to continue for the rest of the season? And if so, no, there, there, there's no one zero. else to pick up. Well, I mean, I think you'll find someone that can give you a zero every week if you want. No, I, I think I'm good at this point. There was no one I really <laughs> wanted on the waiver wire this week. So. Got you. It's pretty impressive, actually, to do that in the worst way. Yeah. <laughs> hey, in, in those three weeks, I went two and one. So. I know it's, it's more wins than I had this season, so I can't really say anything. Um, but uh, Jameson Crowder continues to deliver for you. And we talk, we've been talking about all season, how good he's been. He's just been very consistent, that steady Eddie that you've been able to, you know, slide into your lineup as uh, your wide receiver too. Um, but he continues to be the only jet we're starting in my opinion. Uh, guys, is there any other jet that you'd want to start? No, I started a few of them. I can tell you from experience, they're no good. Yeah. But Le'Veon Bell just got activated. I know, and I still wouldn't want to start. I still wouldn't want to start him either. Yeah, I still wouldn't want to start him. He's, he's the only one remotely close. No. Is it, is it, they don't is run it me? the ball. Yeah, is it me? No, no, no. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it's a good one, but, like, it's, you know, it's him, Le'Veon Bell, 
like there's a huge gap in between and then there's just another huge gap. <laughs> yeah. Did, Vince, did uh, Le'Veon Bell get older than Adrian Peterson? Because I feel like he's older than Adrian Peterson. He just seems like he is. He's like, he's just not an exciting runner. Like he's just not. He's Neither is Adrian Peterson, but he just somehow just gets three yards of carry and Detroit keeps giving him the ball. All I ever see, all I ever see, you know, when Le'Veon Bell was in his like prime, right guys? Um, It was like five yard passes that he would take for 15 yards. That was how Le'Veon picked you apart in Pittsburgh. And (laughs) I'm sorry. But he also, that was one of the most loaded lineups in a long time, the Pittsburgh team. So, I, he has to be regretting leaving Pittsburgh at this point. Yeah, I think so. I think he's. Uh, I think he, he overrated himself, but at least he got someone to pay for him, which is great. Good for him. All right, but moving on to our next game, uh, we got George against uh, Jake and Kate. I think that's the last game we'll be covering today, right? Or did we already recover? We covered Tim, right? Yeah, we did. Um, so George. Uh, you know, started off 0-2, now he's 2-2. Um, another great showing from his team. I mean, I looked and it was like, it seemed like every single player on his team played well. He didn't have anyone that popped for like 30 or 40, um, but he had a solid production across the board. I mean, Russell Wilson continuing to cook, like we said, um, I mean, 360 and two touchdowns. I mean, a down game for him, right? We talked about the 16 touchdowns going into uh, week four. Only had two, only two touchdowns this week, guys. Uh, but still, you know, still making his case for MVP. So MVP right now, uh, real quick, rapid fire question. Who's the MVP right now, Vince? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Max, who's the MVP? I'd go Russ. Yeah, I think I'd go Russ too. But yeah, it was, I mean, it's close. one of the two. Like, Yeah, it's close. It's, close. it's super close. We've only had four weeks too so far. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kareem Hunt was awesome. And I, I know I talked about it, um, you, you know, in multiple episodes, how Kareem Hunt has this RB1 upside if anything happens to Nick Chubb. And, of course, here it is. Uh, Kareem Hunt delivers two touchdowns, 71 total yards. Um, he is going to be a top five running back uh, until Nick Chubb comes back, probably rest of the season. Um, I wonder uh, – Max, what do you think? Are you on board with uh, Nick Ch- with uh, Cream Hunt uh, top five running back rest of the season? Maybe not the rest of the season, but until Chubb gets back. Yeah, the way they're running, it's just it's so impressive. Um, also, you know, George got great play from Tyler Boyd again. Tyler Boyd continues to be the best wide best wide receiver in Cincinnati. Um, you know, another one of those, as Vince likes to say, one of those steady eddies that you can just count on for 90 yards, uh, you know, almost every week. And he just seems like he's the clear number one. Uh, Vince, what do you think? Is Tyler Boyd the clear cut number one for Cincinnati? Um, I don't think he's like a clear wide receiver one, but I mean, eight target, like as, as far as like target wise, for sure. Uh, T Higgins, I believe, got two touchdowns in this game. Uh, he's really coming on a very high prospect. Um, soaking up some targets, too. But, yeah, Tyler Boyd's just been been really good. T Higgins, I think he's on a certain member of this episode's team. On yeah, the- he's getting a start this week. <laughs> he's going to start this week? Yeah. 
Shout out to your opponent. Watch out for T. Higgins. All right. Uh, moving on to uh, uh, Mark Ingram. <laughs> Doing what Mark Ingram does best, 34 rushing yards. And uh, – <laughs> reception for one for three yards and he caught a and, and he has he had one touchdown and i believe it was like i said from the one or two yard line vince correct me if i'm wrong was uh mark ingham's run from the one or two yard line uh i don't have that information available right. it had to be a short touchdown he only had 34 yards <laughs> <laughs> i mean i he's a definition of a trap back i mean he's, like, he's a he's a poacher yeah he is a, he's a vulture Oh, oh. <laughs> I forget. Oh. Is he though? Because there's three running backs there, and I don't know who is playing when, like when ever. Well, I think when they get down, I think when they get down and close, it's going to be Ingram. I think that that is that's a fact. I think if, yeah. I, I think the back that they trust the most is Gus Edwards. But I was going to say, if anybody's the trap back, it's Gus Edwards for sure. Right. But if anyone's going to get that touchdown, it's going to be Ingram. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a mess. You, you never know who to play. Um, you just avoid it. Uh, Their mean, best if back you is have Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah Lamar Jackson much. is the best back. Absolutely. Not even close. I mean, with a bullet, Lamar is – and he had a good game. Lamar was really good this weekend. Uh, he will be continue to be good. Um Moving on to Jake and Kate's team, uh, we, you know, I praised Jake and Kate for for benching AJ Green last week, uh, but this week went ahead and moved AJ Green into the starting lineup and produced a modest one reception uh, on five targets for three yards. Um, so that definitely was not helpful for Jake and Kate. Um, Could have started Scotty Miller. Um, and AJ Green, like I don't know what they're gonna do with AJ Green. We feel like we talk about AJ Green every episode, so I'm gonna move off of AJ Green because they should bench him. I mean, he hasn't been good in a long time. He's, he's droppable. Unfortunately. Yeah, droppable. It's in a in a 12 team league. I can't imagine he gets dropped in our league, but if he gets dropped, I, mean, I know I would put him. I mean, like he's definitely like like if somebody caught him, like I'd be fine with that, and I wouldn't yeah. be rushing to get him. No, I would put in a claim for him 100%. Oh, same here. I mean, I think just because, you know, the opportunity, the skill set is probably still there. And you're just betting on that offense thriving and just hope he's a part of it. Or am I betting on maybe he has, he gets a change of scenery, right? It's the final year of his contract. You don't think that they could trade him for something? I know before they wanted a first round pick for him. No, he has no trade value. He has, you know, I think someone would give him a fourth or fifth round pick for him. Yeah, maybe even fifth through seven. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. giving you that. Really? No. It needs a, a seventh round pick. I'm a, I'm an ageist though, so. I don't blame you, a wide receiver. Older okay. wide receivers don't thrive. Yeah, once you're 31 or older, then it starts to go downhill. And isn't Julio Jones and AJ Green the same age? I mean, maybe. Yeah. And Julio's been hurt most of the season. Julio's been hurt a lot in the last few years. So I, mean, I can't really say anything about that. He also hasn't been scoring touchdowns, so. Yep. All right, moving on. Yeah, Julio's 31. AJ Green is 32. Well, I know they were in the same draft class, so I was pretty sure they were pretty close in age. Um, but Zioli is a freaking beast. 
and really killed it for Jake Kate and has, you know, he's been, he's been running really well and he's been involved in the passing game and, you know, he's on one of the best, he's on one of the most prolific uh, fantasy teams as far as Dallas. And uh, he is, he's awesome. Um, I'm not sure, but there's three guys that I really think that are the guys as far as running backs in fantasy football. It's Dalvin Cook, it's Alvin Kamara, and it's Ezekiel Elliott. And I'm going to put you guys both on the spot and ask you to pick one. I'll start with Max. Uh, Dalvin Cook, Ezekiel Elliott, or Alvin Kamara? Who do you want on your squad if you can? I think I'd go Kamara. Yeah. It still has to be Kamara. Vince, I already know you own Kamara in our league. Is the answer still Kamara for you? Or are you impressed with Dalvin Cook and Zeke and what you've seen? Oh, no. Kamara for sure. I would have Aaron Jones ahead of those other guys. I think Aaron Jones is number two rest of season. Ooh. I still think that there's a chance that um, we still see too much Jamal Jamal Williams. I think we still have, we've seen that they're still willing to like make it like 60-40. But Aaron Jones is so explosive. It's like we they split – they split the backfield last week and just, I mean, I just think that offense is going to keep rolling. And if that offense is that efficient, he's just going to keep putting up big numbers. Well, you can throw Chris Carson then in there too, because I, it's the same situation as uh, Aaron Jones. He's still hurt. He's been hurt since the season started. He's still Chris been Carson. Yeah. Hasn't yeah. stopped him at all this season. Nope. Nope, he's a beast. There's literally nobody else there, though, too. <laughs> yeah, it's not like, yeah, like the, the the Packers really believe in Jamal Williams. They really, really believe in him. So that's why he continues to get as much work as he does, um, which makes sense. And then, uh, you know, Jake and Kate finally got a good game out of Deshaun Watson. And I, I think we were all expecting a, a big bounce back from Deshaun Watson. I mean, yeah, losing effort, but 300 yards and two touchdowns, you know, uh, nice, nice total for Deshaun Watson. And I think that better days are ahead. I mean, I wish he would rush the ball a little bit more, you know, only nine rushing yards. I mean, I want, uh, I mean, that's, that's what I want for my quarterback. I want my quarterback to get action on the ground, action in the air. So. Well, the only problem I see going forward is it's still a terrible coaching situation in Houston. Yeah. Romeo Cornell is not a good coach. So I think that that if you, you know, if there is a game that is going to be a money line win, I think that Houston's going to win this week. I don't know who they even play, but I think Houston's going to play, the play Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville? Oh, they'll win. Jacksonville. They will win. I would I'd be very, very surprised if they didn't win. All right. Uh, that was that's the recap of all our games. So, Vince, can you give me a pick em recap? How terrible am I doing? And how do I make it more terrible? I mean, just bet on yourself and it can be more terrible. <laughs> well, that's what I continue to do, and I will continue to do that, I believe. Uh, so last week, uh, neither of us did well. Uh, I had three, you had one. Um, so I bet on myself, so that was correct, obviously. Uh, we both bet on Mike P, uh, which was right, and I bet on Bill, which was correct. Um so adding it up right now, I have 17, you have 10. Nice, nice. And how's the guests doing? Am I beating the guests? Uh, yes. Nice, oh, yeah. cool. Cool. All right, so we're going to go through to our week five picks. 
And yes, some of these games are, have already been started, but we still have to make our picks, right? So, um, you guys, we all have the we all have the same advantage of seeing, you know, what the scores are right now. Um, so, right now, the first game we'll talk about is me versus my nemesis, uh, Sean. Um, I'm going to pick myself. I really, really, really. I mean, I'm going to tell you this much, guys. It's an important game for me. I really want to win it. So, uh, Vince, where, who, who's, uh, what side do you come out on? I mean, you guys got some pretty big pieces on both sides. Uh, some really good matchups on both sides. Um, I'm going to go with you, though. Thanks, man. Uh, Max, what you got? I'm also taking you. Oh, man, I got, I'm going to let you guys down. Yeah, you let me down last week, too. <laughs> I know, I know. I let myself down last week. All right, next matchup, we're going to look at um, football in the groin versus the Griglets. So that's Ryan against George. Uh, currently, uh, Ryan already has uh, 19.55 points based on starting three different players, Jimmy Graham, uh, the Bucks defense, and Keyshawn Vaughn. Um, Big game for Keyshawn Vaughn. Yeah, negative five points. He had a fumble. So great job, Keyshawn Vaughn. Um, so I'm looking at these teams and man, I mean, Ryan's team's just so decimated. I just can't, I can't imagine him pulling this one out and then Devontae Adams and, and, uh, Rogers on by no, thank you. I'm going to go with an easy win for George. What about you Vince? I'm also going to go with George because he didn't start Keyshawn Vaughn. Nice. How about you, Max? I agree with both of you. All right, cool. So it's another sweep. All right, next game we're going to talk about is Vince against Bill. And we already have Vince uh, starting Allen Robinson and Ronald Jones both gave him great games. Um, and then uh, Bill started uh, Anthony Miller, who was terrible. Um, so Vince projected the most points in the, in the league again. Um, I think he continues to roll. Vince will be 5-0. I'm going to pick Vince. Vince, who you got? Oh, I got myself. Cool. Max? Vince. All right, clean sweep again. All right, uh, next one we're going to go through is Max versus Mike P. Um, currently a 0 0. Um, looking at it, uh, I think it's going to be a. I mean, we still don't have, like, for some reason, Lamar Jackson's projected for zero points. I don't think there's any way that Lamar Jackson doesn't play. Um, he wasn't practicing, but they just said today that he's a hundred percent. So yeah. he's going to play. So the projection going to play the right. Projections are a little wonky, uh, but looking at the teams. So uh, add like 20 points or so. Yeah, if I had 20 points. Okay. So it kind of puts them, puts Mike ahead really. Um, probably more because Cincinnati's bad. Yeah. Um, seeing the lineups as they are. Um, I'm going to lean Max. You're on the show. I'm going to go with you, Max. Uh, Vince, Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Vince, who you got? I will also go with Max. Damn it. <laughs> I was hoping you'd pick, I was hoping you'd pick a track. I was, I was going to pick the other team, and then I saw he's starting Zach Pascal. So yeah. I'm going with me. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> But we got to lock it in. All right, next we got D's not Mikey versus the Super Asian, which is Tim. Uh, currently, uh, uh, 
Mikey has already started Tom Brady, who doesn't know the difference between third and fourth down um, with a modest uh, 16 fantasy points. Um, according to the projections, um, Tim is projected to win. He got a good game from David Montgomery. Um, looking at the lineups, looks like Mikey doesn't have Aaron Jones this week. Uh, it's not looking great for Mikey. I'm going to lean Tim. Uh Vince, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going with him. Right. I was going to say that, like, I, I was going to say that regardless of what he picked. I'm going Tim, too. Oh, jeez. All right. All right. Uh, last game is going to be uh, Jake and Kate, uh, Jamami versus Mike L. Um, so far, only player that's played is Mike Evans, who, of course, 5 for 9, 41, touchdown. Uh, Mr. Touchdown. I think he has seven on the season already. Gee, many Christmas. He's been awesome. Um, uh, looking at the projections. Well, oh. no, Jake and Kate actually had a player play, but didn't play. Really? Yeah. Scott Miller, uh, t- Tampa Bay wide receiver. Oh, wow. Wow, I didn't even notice that. Got a zero. So I'm, zero. I'm not yeah. voting for them. Yeah, it doesn't even say zero. It just says dash. So, yeah. That's crazy. Shouldn't it say zero, Vince? Not if he didn't play. Oh, yeah, he didn't play. That's right. Oh, no, Scotty he Miller did. Would... no, he did, didn't he? I thought he played, but he just wasn't involved. He played. He just wasn't targeted because Tom Brady benched him. <laughs> can't drop passes for Tom Brady, man. You can't drop them if you don't get thrown to. Mm. So. All right, so anyway, um, my pick is going to be I'm going to go with Jake and Kate, even with the zero. No, I can't. I'm going to go with Miguel. I can't. Not with just a zero knowing, knowing that there's just a straight-up zero on their lineup. I'm going to go with Michael. Uh, Vince? Yeah, I'm going with Mike. I'm going with Mike, too. Man, we all picked the same. Oh, yeah. Brutal. Brutal. Sweep across the board. <laughs> Sweep across the board on everything. Um, so uh, that's going to do it uh, for today's episode. Uh, Max, thank you so much uh, for coming on. Hopefully, Thank we- you for having me. Awesome. Of course, no problem. And Vince, as always, uh, continue to roll. Uh, thanks again. Uh, Vince, any parting shots or anything that you wanted to say? Just going to keep this train on rolling. Man, I really need, I really need some to throw some coal into my train. And and by by train, I mean if I could just like set a freaking lineup, that would just be fantastic. I might let my opponent set my lineup for me this week. You need a guy that will get you zero points, like I do. Uh, well, I just gotta pick someone up and just throw him in my lineup. Whoever Braxton Barrios is, I'll pick him up and just throw him in my lineup. He's probably on the waiver wire, right? You don't still have him rostered. Oh, I think I still have him rostered. Oh, you're the worst. Okay. Uh, he had two weeks uh, of 14 points. I didn't think he'd have a <laughs> uh, Well, whatever. The Rams are about to be 4-1. Peace out.